Hi, everyone, and welcome to the News Agent podcast. I'm Susie Lysett, Senior Content Executive at Goodlord. Uh, joining us today is Ricky Purdy, Director of Residential Lettings at the Swansea based estate and letting agency Dawson's. So, Ricky, second time on our podcast. Thanks very much for, for coming back. Thanks for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure and um, sort of uh, becoming a sort of semi regular event. So, um, yeah, exactly. looking forward to it uh, as I was the first time around. Exactly. That's good to hear. I didn't put you off last time. Then. <laughs> now, t- today we'll be we'll be taking a look at some of the legislation on the horizon in Wales. Um, obviously, the Renting Homes Wales Act is, is coming in very soon. And we know that that will have quite a widespread impact on the private rented sector in Wales. So it seems quite a good time to, to have a discussion around that. But for listeners out there who perhaps don't know who you are, Ricky, they didn't listen to that previous podcast episode that you were on. If you could tell us a bit about Dawson's, a bit about you and your your background, just to kick us off. Yeah, sure. Um, so we're a, we're an agent, as you, as you've said, in in Swansea in South Wales. Um, we've we've got a five office um, network, uh, sorry, network of of, of lettings offices, um, which is supported by a, a sales network as well. So we're uh, we cover both both sides of of, of that. Um, yeah, we, we we've got a good catchment. We've got a quite a diverse set of tenants, landlords, properties. Um, you know, we've, we're experienced in, 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 in this market now, which is great reassuring for, you know, for the clients, for our tenants, landlords, new and, and current. Um, and yeah, you know, it's, it is, it is a busy time. It's, it's challenging. It has been for a while for all the obvious reasons, Susie, but, you know, I think we're, um, we're, we're using our, our knowledge and our experience to sort of, um, you know, to make it, um, as, as good a time as it can be for both landlords and tenants. So, so we've got a, a good geographical area that we cover that we're either expanding on within um, or slightly stretching our boundaries further west and east and a little bit north um, for those familiar with, with South Wales. And that's, um, that's given more variety and more opportunities to prospective tenants and landlords in, in what is a difficult market when stock numbers are, are, are lower than they've ever been. So, you know, giving, giving more options of, of properties to rent first time or relocate to upsize or downsize to is is an important part of this year and next year because it's um that organic growth is going to be a very slow process to get to pre-covid levels if 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 we ever get there in 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 the short term well touching on the topic of covid obviously the last time that we did speak for the podcast it was it was on the topic of covid-19 obviously some of the legislation some of the um, different measures that were in place at that time you know we had the evictions ban i think when we last spoke it was coming you know furlough was still going on notice periods so were extended which we'll obviously talk about a little bit in relation to the new legislation but are you still feeling an impact of that in wales is it sort of back to normal now is it somewhere in between yeah, I think it's somewhere in between. Look, thankfully, life is isn't isn't quite as as difficult or as temporary as it was through you know through those two years. Even sort of you know the latter stages of of twenty twenty one, where there was a few anomalies. There was no consistency. If I'm honest with you, Susie, there were changes you know being made with quite short notice in regards to property in our industry. Um, you know within Wales, so it was difficult for for us as agents and for landlords and and, and tenants to get. A little bit of a handle on so so we, we we've got some consistency now and you know the changes since since march are are welcomed um are we back to how we were previously no you know that's going to be a sort of a, a slow process to get there uh, and obviously we've got the changes ahead of us now in july which will be the new focal point and, and another set of differences to get used to that will be far greater far more reaching far more involved than those temporary two years of covid so so we're getting back there in terms of you know what we're all familiar with as tenants and landlords as much as agents 
But yeah, we've also got one eye on, you know, 15, 16 weeks down the line, 12, 13, 14 weeks, however long it is now. And um, and, and that will be a, a change. I think we're a little bit more prepared for that, possibly in terms of the likes of notice periods and, 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 and having some anomalies to get used to, because we've we've had to do that for the last 18 months, you know, two years in, in COVID terms. So um, so there is a, a little bit of a, a positive to that if uh, if if there can be such a thing. No, it's true that, that some of those measures, they obviously did help a little bit with preparing. You know, some of those changes are going to be quite similar to the new ones coming in. So let's turn and take a look at those changes that are going to be coming in later this year um, in July. So it's these changes, they have been in the offing for a while. This legislation has been promised yeah. for, for quite a long time. I mean, first off, I guess, why has it taken so long for this to, to get off the ground and actually be, be legislated and actually um, have a deadline for it to come into effect? Yeah, a couple of factors, uh, and I think obviously this all started its its life back in 2016, which is which is a long time ago in in, in terms of the changes that you know the Welsh government sort of wanted to, to to make to to level things up, I suppose, in in want of a better phrase, to make it a little bit more sort of balanced for tenants and landlords, uh, and by default, you know, agents were were involved. Um, so you know, the, the inception of that thought, you know, for one or two years thereafter was 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 focused um and then a few changes came along um which delayed that um possible sort of start date which could have been you know the early into 2020 um possibly a little bit before so the the, the original thought process back in 2016 that maybe had one or two years to sort of get to fruition sort of you know had had some changes that were right to to, to think and, and and revisit and remake um, and then COVID came along um, and put, you know, an extra two years on that process. So um, some of the changes that have happened as a result of that extended time frame are, are good. You know, we will be better for them over time as, as an industry and as, as agency. Um, and, um, you know, that's what we've got to work towards. There's no point in sort of, you know, looking back too far down the line as to why and, 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 and how. Um, yes, you know, I think the final decisions and the sort of confirmation at the start of this year about what is the case for July the 15th um, is short in some regard, you know, more time to prepare for aspects of that, I think would be a little bit more realistic and, and would be fair, not just for agents, tenants and landlords or agency, but truthfully for, you know, for self-managing landlords or, or landlords that are maybe accidental or have, are reluctant in some shape or form or were accidental or reluctant at the start of their time as a landlord that are now enjoying that journey and of choosing to stay that way, you know, whether that's pre-COVID or during COVID, um, that are just a little detached from from all that goes on within, within you know, the sort of the formalities of things. They might live away from Swansea, um, sorry, away from Wales. They might live away from the UK. So on as familiar with the changes that come along so giving giving them a little bit more time and a little bit more sort of insight to sort of you know to to, to adjust to things i think may, may be a good thing may have been a good thing but it is what it is july is upon us so um so two or three things really some initial changes to the initial inception back in 2016 then covid for two years brings us to to july this year and that is you know that's six years which is an awful long time isn't it but um but but we're here now and and, and we'll move forward and obviously, with you talking about uh, particularly these accidental landlords that may not necessarily be quite so involved in in everything, all of these changes, 
has this been communicated to everybody? I mean, does everybody actually know about this or, or are there going to be some landlords out there that are caught out by these changes? I think it's inevitable, isn't it, unfortunately? So, you know, you've got, um, I suppose, with with most industries or within our industry, you know, there's, there's, there's a proactive, engaged set of individuals um, and there's those which are not necessarily as engaged or as proactive, not in a intentional or detrimental way. They're just not that way inclined. And then you've got maybe the minority then, which are actively choosing not to. So, uh, so yes, you know, some, some, some clients will be a little late to the party um, and we'll have to, you know, to, to get used to some things, um, you know, the, the benefit and the plus point to, you know, to licensing in Wales through RentSmart Wales is that the database there allows them to communicate, not just, you know, the agents that landlords use, but for RentSmart Wales to communicate with the landlords, which is what they've been doing over, over recent months um, for the landlords to either engage and deal with themselves or, or, or start to sort of, you know, link up with their agents um, to find out what their agents are doing and, and, um, and where we're at on that journey in supporting them. So I think the majority will get there. Um, there will be some that won't. And, you know, we'll sort of, you know, they can be helped and supported as best they can. Um, and, yes, there will be that minority that that don't for different reasons. But um, I don't think that's ever going to change. It's increased, it's improving, and, and they're becoming less of a, of, of a proportion of our of our industry, but they're still there nonetheless. So, um and that's I probably will will always continue, I would imagine. Let's take a look perhaps at what the the Renting Homes Wales Act actually is. What is changing um in in the private rented sector? Yeah, I think the key factors are a lot of phraseology, um, a lot of a lot of the core aspects that we are familiar with and have been accustomed to for 20 years, 30 years, um is 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 to change. So tenancy agreements or short, short or tenancies as we know them, you know, will will change. The notice periods from pre-COVID, so Section 21s, Section 8s, you know, the two months notice or the shorter periods that apply to either of those um, are going to be different. Um, the the requirements for, for landlords outside um, of, of HMO properties, for example, already have certain things as, as, as mandatory needs will now be the case across all residential properties. So the introduction of CO alarms of, um, you know, electrical certificates, um, those are the biggest changes in terms of they are different from what is the case at the moment, um, but also are going to be the sort of the largest and possibly the most costly and time consuming aspects to get familiar with or to get in place for so um, a few a few new requirements in terms of the certification uh, phraseology notice periods you know moving back to six months um, or, or or being six months for what would be an usual two-month period um, in times gone by that's probably the the core three or four aspects for you know the the, the landlords and tenants to become become used to like there is a lot more to it than that Susie as you've said and uh, and how things are are dealt with and accommodated is is um, is is going to be ongoing but but fundamentally those are the key changes to try and give a little bit more security of tenor um, to to tenants um, without being you know an, unfair or or unbalanced for landlords as well um, is, is 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 fundamentally the aim of of things um, and. That's what they put in place to try and accommodate that. 
And I mean, touching, uh, perhaps delving into a couple of those points, I mean, notice periods, for example, the fact that those are changing, as you said towards the beginning, um, the six month notice periods, that was something that was in place throughout the well, yeah. past two years, you know, during COVID-19. It has now gone back to two months <laughs> in the interim, I believe I'm correct in saying, um, and it will go back up to six months. I mean, do you anticipate there being a, any flurry of you know, Section 21 notices being used in the interim. Um, do you, do you, how do you anticipate that perhaps um, having an impact? Again, I think it's it's dependent on the landlord, the tenant, their circumstances, how their circumstances have changed through COVID, um, interaction with an agent, a good agent, a proactive agent, or, or just the use of an agent effectively. So, you know, there are going to be landlords, there are going to be clients that circumstances are different now than they were pre-COVID and maybe had the intention of of, of, of exiting the market, have now decided not to, or conversely, you know, wasn't planning to do that, but now have decided to, A, because there are you know the 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 possible uncertainties ahead in terms of what they need to adhere to, which is complicated, it's time consuming, and there is a financial sort of aspect to it. But for those landlords with a with a with an engaged proactive agent, you know, doing things on their behalf, that burden is taken from them outside the financial aspect. You know, the, the organization and the implementation is is catered for. Um so I hope there will be a smaller number of landlords choosing to leave for purely that reason, because that would be maybe a little short-sighted for for, for for the market and defeats the object of, of you know, properties that are available um, and in options for prospective or current tenants. Um, we know it's not helped at the moment by a very strong sales market, usually, you know, in, in simple terms. So if we've got, um, you know, landlords that have a property which is worth an awful lot more now than it was pre-COVID, um, then that is one other factor to encourage them to maybe, you know, sort of benefit from that, um, look to sales and the properties that would typically be sold to a fellow investor or to a new investor, therefore keeping the property within the lettings market, be with, with us or or not, um, is, is not a bad thing. Um, but when property prices are high, which they are at the moment, it's not so appealing for an investor to, to buy the property off of a current landlord because the return and the yields aren't, as, aren't, aren't there or aren't appealing. So that's a little bit of a concern we need to try and navigate around. Um, so no, I, you know, maybe if there were a, a surge, we would have seen it by now. You know, there is a little bit of a housekeeping exercise, you know, across across Wales, which, you know, we've not been able to accommodate in the last two years, which is, which is understandable. Um, and as we touched on, you know, briefly before we started sort of conversations today, you know, we are seeing the opposite. You know, we've seen a lot of proactive sort of, you know, sort of approaches to us as an agency from landlords that are self-managing that see this is a very good time to continue being a landlord. Very high rents, very low void periods. Um, but the security and the, and the reassurance of an agent to sort of, you know, do what they've been comfortable doing for two, three, four, five, ten years um, is is now a conversation that they would like to have with us. So um, so it's not as as clear cut as it could be in one direction, but but um, but there are sort of yeah definite conversations between now and July where we'd either need to reassure for landlords to stay in the market or to to give them what is the right advice for them. You know, and if that is at that time for them to to move on and start a different journey. So be it. If the right advice for them, which is contrary to what they may be thinking um, or have 
have got from their own research, um, uh, which is to which is to remain a landlord because of the the plus points we've just touched on, high rents, low low voids, etc. And the right thing to do is to carry on their journey. Again, that's the right thing. So um, so hopefully we won't see as many numbers as maybe I thought we would when we spoke. You know, at the start of this year, preempting you know April, May, June, and July. So um, I'll take that as a positive. No, I mean that. That's good. And obviously, in in England, uh, with the renters' reform bill, looking at abolishing Section Twenty One, it's perhaps interesting. It would be quite interesting to see how this period develops, just to see whether Section Twenty One is is being used as it changes in in Wales yeah. as well. Perhaps yeah. uh, uh, you know, agents and landlords in England will be able to take something from that I and understand yeah, that it's not. It'd be a tester, you know. And I think, like you know, the sort of the the, the licensing and and mandatory licensing of agents and landlords are self-managed, which we've got in Rensmart Wales, you know, that's, you know, we're, we're five years down the line in that now. And that's something that, you know, is, 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 is always monitored across the bridge in England to see, you know, how it works and, and what can be replicated or done differently. And I think, yeah, you know, that the fact that in, in a short period of time, we won't have a section 21 and we, you know, we won't have a, a section eight. We, we will have, Section one seven threes and and some other things that um, that go along with them. Um, yeah, I think that will be it's going to be new new to lots of people really, and isn't too dissimilar from from the last couple of years, which gives us a little bit of a test of how it's going to be received. But but yes, you know, in in real terms, in you know, in in day to day activities, as as we you know we hit the tail end of this year, that's um, uh, you know that's when we will probably to get a, a truer reflection of how it will be through 23 and 24 rather than sort of maybe some knee-jerk reactions in the next six months no that that's true i mean obviously this is <laughs> this legislation is around to stay so it's uh it's obviously going to perhaps be that longer term impact that uh that we'll have to keep an eye on them um, and the trends that come out of it from that perspective um, I think in a, in a moment I would like to talk a little bit more about the licensing and the and the landlord register, as you say, because it will probably in the in the near future be be very applicable in England too. But um, just uh, just to sort of round off the uh, the topic of the the Renting Homes Wales Act, I mean, what kind of things are you doing at the moment to uh, you know to to prepare to to help your landlords to ensure that everybody's um, on the on the right page and, and uh, moving in the right direction for this? Yeah. Well, an awful lot is the short answer. So um, there's an awful lot on my pages of, of to-dos, um, reassurance, correspondence, just communication is, is is important because there are, you know, there are lots of changes, some which are very relevant because it has an impact directly on that landlord, you know, now in terms of what they need to do, what that will have as a bearing in terms of their commitment and their, their financial sort of outlay. Um, but they're also a case of reassuring and sort of communicating that there are lots of changes which are positives, which won't have any immediate impact or financial impact that they will benefit from. It's also a case of reassuring tenants who see that, you know, look, there are going to be some changes, what they are used to as seasoned tenants, i.e. a tenancy agreement, uh, an AST will look different and, and be different. But in fundamental terms, you know, they're their security of property, of security at the property, sorry, will will not change. Um, and uh, there's some stability in it. So communication um, and preparation for July, for the period of July through to January, and then ultimately up until July 2023, where, you know, the, the transition period in certain aspects will need to have come to a close. So doing what we can as early as we can for landlords and to reassure tenants, um, but also doing things on a gradual basis when that is 
the right thing to do for a landlord in terms of practicalities um, of a tenant in situ working around new sort of you know new requirements new guidance new certification um, to either spread a cost um, or to have it done in advance of when it's needed to be but you know not overly premature which would add stress and, and sort of and, and tension unnecessarily so it's um it's trying to strike a balance between you know the the formality and the sort of um and the, the sort of the detail of what's changing because there's a lot of it but in a in a in a lighter tone effectively that would sort of you know not raise too many unnecessary sort of frustrations or concerns that you know we can we can chat through and i'd like to think we're very personable as an agency you know yes we communicate and, and do doing so very regularly with the landlords but you know we're here for a phone call and we're here for a, for an office drop in you know now that that's uh, you know an easier thing and people are more comfortable to do as we as we head out of covid having a conversation with you know mr smith the landlord for 10 minutes in an office is 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 the equivalent of a dozen emails and updates and to and from so just 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 reassuring and you know we thankfully we've had an awful lot of correspondence back from tenants and landlords conversations reply emails return phone calls and so on just to say great thanks you know we know keeping them informed is important it's appreciated and it's and it's reassuring so if we can carry on with that theme um you know we'll we'll have done well so so in short it's communication it's it's preparation at the right time for the right change or some new guidance um which is which is realistic for us to you know to, to live up to our promises and, and and the expectations of clients without us sort of um seemingly falling short when that's not the case just just a case of communication that the timeline is is, is one through choice no, it's true. Plus, having the, that transition period, obviously, like you say, it does make sense to help um, to help the landlords spread the costs where it's yeah. feasible and and obviously, uh, you know, uh, legally, uh, yeah, you know, correct in terms of the the legislation that's coming in. Um, I mean, just in terms of the cert- certification and the updates and new things that are coming in there, do you anticipate any? sort of bottlenecks in terms of you know inspections and getting these and um, the appropriate certificates in place or do you think that transition period will be sufficient to uh, to allow all of that um i think it's going to be a mixture of both i think the, the transition period we've got and the planning that, that that we can put in place um will allow that to happen from our perspective as an agency um you know there are aspects that need to happen for july the 15th and there and there are needs there's sort of there are aspects and needs that need to happen from july the 15th so there's a clear definition and a, and, a, and, a, and a divide between those two so you know the, the getting getting things in place prior to july is a, is probably our priority at the moment because logistically and physically you know whether we utilize the the contractors and the tradesmen that we affiliate with um whether that's you know us doing it as 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 an agency on behalf of the landlords as part of a a routine property visit or even an impromptu standalone visit to sort of you know supply um supply to properties that we don't have to do at the moment so that's going to be a busy period but you know i think we'll get there um in regards to the the pinch points or the bottlenecks when we have to rely on contractors and and and, and tradesmen or preferred tradesmen of clients as much as our own bank of contractors that we can rely upon it's going to be sort of difficult because it's there is the knock on of work or the knock on of of work that a certificate visit sort of brings to the brings to the table then you know to to, to have a, a, a an electrical certificate visit 
it's, it's relatively straightforward in, in terms of time and the commitment involved, but it's the remedial work that that then brings up that we need to accommodate before we can get that certification for five years is, is what's the bigger problem in, in practical terms. So hence looking at that over a stage staggered period that has already started some time back and, and will continue for the 15 months ahead of us. So if we can, if we can structure that in a, in a realistic way, I, I think we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get through it well um whether or not that you know is a reflection of the agents of of agency in the industry as a whole across the country i'm not quite sure but but yet um there's a it's a it's a busy time to be an electrician i think it's safe to say and um and that's gonna you know be the case for for the next 12 months no but it certainly sounds like you're you're on top of the changes and i guess uh, as you were saying before you know we're looking uh, at landlords that are faced with these changes perhaps it will help them to make the decision to choose an agent to to help them through them all and uh i would hope so if that's the right decision for them you know as, yeah. as, as a landlord um not doing it unnecessarily i'm doing it looking at that as a as a, a longer term gesture um you know i think if, if there's ever a time to do it you could argue the case it would be now for the reasons of getting people sort of um or getting landlords you know as they need to be in compliant um but also knowing that rents are you know you know at a, at a very a very high point um and void periods at a very low point which are the you know which are the great the, the, the two important factors for a landlord so um so yeah hopefully that uh, encourages a few more conversations that we can that we can have with prospective landlords or self-managing landlords i think that before we perhaps um have a quick look at some of the other pieces of legislation as i said i would like to talk a little bit about licensing and national landlord register and so on but before we do that i think it's probably a good place just to have a quick break Are you always worrying about compliance at your agency and just want it off your plate? Well, that's one of the things Good Lord's here to help you with. From sending the how to rent guide and attaching property certificates to taking the right deposit amounts and sending prescribed information, we'll help you take care of lettings compliance all in one place. Head to goodlord.co to check compliance off your to-do list. Good Lord, it's just that good. So um, now, Ricky, I think that if we if we do look at um, Rent Smart Wales and and what that's there to to help landlords agencies achieve and the the industry at large to achieve, so uh, this idea of licensing uh, landlord register, uh, my understanding is that letting agents need to have the license, uh, landlords need to be licensed as well if they don't use a letting agent. I believe is um, is how that works, and obviously landlords also to be, have to be part of this landlord register. Uh, I mean, what kind of hoops do, do you have to jump through in order to to gain this license? I mean, it's a it's a good thing, uh, you know. First and foremost, you know the the the, the thinking behind it and the, and the reasons for its sort of introduction back in two thousand seventeen. Um, I totally agree with you know. I think it's it's a it's a safety net and it's a reassurance for, for, for tenants and for landlords that, you know, that the people that they're dealing with or interacting with um, are where they need to be in terms of sort of, you know, their understanding of, of us as an industry, the requirements and, and legislation and, and, and stipulation. So I think that's a great thing. Uh, yeah. As you've touched on there, you know, every landlord that has a property that's left within Wales needs to be sort of registered to have, have their information, you know, registered with Rent Smart Wales. Landlords that self-manage, 
in any shape or form would need a, a license for self-managing. Um, all landlords that use the, the services of an agency for management it's in, in its entirety um, would just need to make sure they choose a licensed agent and therefore not need to be licensed themselves. Um, so, you know, there, there, there are there are sort of industry updates and knowledge and there are sort of criteria and um, exams in, in, in simple terms that, you know, an agent or a landlord need to pass to be qualified to a set level that's acceptable with Rent Smart Wales Susie that um, means that they are fully up to date and aware of what's happening in, in, in current terms. So that will change slightly. Um, as we get into July, because all that agents and self-managing landlords know now or have been able to sort of confirm they know through their recent tests and, 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 and qualifications will need to be expanded on or added to covering the changes from July in terms of the, the Rent in Home Wales Act. So there are going to be some some, some more stipulations coming coming our way as, as agents and landlords as, as, as we reach July. We, as an agency... F- for example, you know, we'll be well ahead of that date. You know, we've had about 50, 60 percent of the staff, you know, make sure that we have abided by and adhere to those extra qualifications already now through sort of processes last week. And, and the remaining proportion of staff will do the same thing in, in the weeks ahead. So they gain confidence, reassurance and, and thus pass that on to our clients well ahead of, of any date. So um, so there is going to be an extra set of requirements for for landlords or agents to sort of become familiar with and and allow rent smart wales to be reassured or sort of confirm that you know they're 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 up to speed with the changes and um and what needs to happen from July onwards and i suppose as well you've already already touched on it but this idea of communication having this established kind of database of all landlords um i guess that it must make it much easier to have one direct source of truth in terms of what is changing you know if if that's being communicated directly through uh through through this channel it must make things easier than it perhaps is in in england where perhaps you have to go out and look for that information yourself but a little bit more yes definitely i think it's that that is probably one of the, the bigger advantages at the moment um so all landlords are are kept up to date and communicated with via rent smart wales in regard to changes that are afoot and have been for some time so providing that the landlord you know is 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 checking in on that communication or the information that they've provided is right so the communication channels from rent smart wales through to a client or a landlord um is 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 being received then yes that's a great you know a great benefit of it there is you know information and and, and um, a source that can can get whatever information it is whether that's due to the changes ahead of us or anything that's needed to be the case in the last five years to you know the captive audience of landlords that are properties that are let in wales um so there's there's a clear sort of channel there which um is is a you know, it's a, a, a one one place for all environment. And also, you know, it's a two way street. So, you know, prospective landlords, prospective tenants can themselves look at Rent Smart Wales to find out if an agent or if a landlord or if a property is as it needs to be, you know, on a register, associated or affiliated with an agent or not. Um, as well as all the other things on the Rent Smart Wales, uh, Rent Smart Wales website. So FAQs and sort of insights and, and sort of, you know, guidance on how to become a, a landlord, a licensed landlord, a registered landlord or or, or, or the benefits of using um, a licensed agent. So that is definitely um, a, a big plus point to it. It's one place for people to go um, or for information to be sent from. Um, and so I'm, I'm all for that. And that's probably going to be a big part of the success or the sort of awareness of what's ahead of us. 
And I know that you, you touched on before the training aspect as well. I believe that you have, you know, Dawson's, you, you do have uh, an established training um, program, as it were, through Rent Smart Wales. You know, how, how did you go about setting that yeah, up? Yeah, I mean, that's well, that's really important. And it's um, something that we're really proud of, truthfully. So we're in a really good place for that now. We, you know, we're a few years down the line since, since that sort of hit the ground fundamentally so that we could get our own clients um, or prospective clients in landlord terms up to speed and, and, and qualified to to self-manage um, and also for for our own staff to be qualified to to a set level that's acceptable with Red Smart Wales. So every agency needs to have their agents qualified to comply with the agency's license um, through Red Smart Wales. So, you know, that serves its purpose extremely well for our staff that have that as part of their induction process or probation period when they start with us. And that's something that we renew regularly with with existing experienced and, and, and long-standing staff and also for landlords that are planning to self-manage you know this is this is one of a, a handful of accredited um, providers through Red Smart Wales that that can be used so it's an online online option for, for landlords which is very convenient very cost effective very well received um, and you know we're into the realms of classroom courses now this year that was the case or was planned to be the case in the last couple of years that obviously couldn't because of COVID. So, so we're really going to sort of um, see the benefits and we've got up getting a lot of interest in that already. People like the sort of interaction of it. It's very sort of um, user-friendly because we're looking at it from both sides. We've devised these courses for an agent or for a landlord being agents and landlords ourselves. We can sort of understand the sort of the differences of what a prospective you know sort of landlord or, or, or agent outside our agency would would want to benefit from so we, we have had a much greater intake than we thought we would of other agents using our training arm um, which is great because you know that is reassuring us that you know people in in the industry are are reassured by it and they're they are repeat visitors they're coming back time and time again themselves or for their new staff so that is that's very very good news for us. Um, and yeah, we'll be set up ourselves now to, you know, to accommodate the new changes and the new training that's required from July onwards for new landlords or landlords that are renewing their license needs um, to, to, to to qualify to the to the standard that is expected by Rentsmart Wales. So so Dawson's Training Wales, as 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 our train arm is called, is yeah, is is doing really, really well and it's very well received by by lots of different factors within the market so that's that's good news and uh, just uh, looking at the time I think that we're, we're near, nearly out of time so perhaps we can kind of round this off in terms of this this idea of li- licensing and the landlord register I mean do you think that it's achieved its its goal of I, I guess you know raising standards and, and ensuring that uh, that everybody's kind of professional and then there's a bit more visibility within within the industry um I th- I th- yes is the short answer I think it's you know it's getting there it's definitely if we look back five and six years, um, there was less of an understanding. There was less of an, an insight or um, there was less guidance and, and less sort of support in, 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 in out there for, for landlords, especially self-managing landlords, even agents in that regard. Um, so the fact that that is all available now and people have become used to it and, and 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 know it's there as a point of contact as a sort of a quick reference or a reassurance or a sort of a safety net is is definitely excuse me improved you know over the last 
three, four, five years. Now that we, we, we're looking at that five-year license renewal, because every, every license issued to an agent or landlord is valid for five years, that cycle of renewal is, is on us right now and has been the case since last year. So that's bringing it back to the sort of the table, as it were, then, you know, for people to sort of revisit and refresh as a landlord or as an agent. So, you know, it, it's, its job as it isn't done in its fullness, but we are definitely better for having it. And, you know, if the next two or three years replicate the last two or three years, um, yeah, I think it, it has increased the standards of, of agents within agency, what landlords understand as 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 not just a need but as the right thing as as good practice not the bare essentials um for for the properties that they provide to tenants um and i think yeah that will continue to sort of increase and and improve um therefore making those properties more appealing than the ones of landlords or agents that aren't necessarily doing what they need to do which is i suppose what what the whole licensing and, and and sort of you know, sort of policing of is aimed at. Well, I think that's quite a nice positive, uh, positive message to to end on, especially as as we discuss the fact that in England, National Landlord Register, we've got the regulation of property agents and so on on the horizon. Uh, we don't know exactly when, but uh, but on the horizon. So mm. um, it's nice to hear that it's a relatively positive experience in in Wales with those having been implemented for a while. Well, um, thanks ever so much, Ricky, for for having joined me again. As I say, for that for our second podcast together, it's I think it's been a really interesting conversation. I'm sure that we could have talked a lot, lot longer about. Both both of these uh, subjects because uh, they are obviously very in-depth um, but uh, it's good just to, to have a look at it just look at the overview and see um, you know what uh, what you're doing to prepare in, in your agency and therefore what other agents can potentially take away and what landlords can obviously uh, be looking at considering as well so thank you ever so much for, for joining me. No thanks for having me it's been a pleasure and um, yeah look forward to the next one. <laughs>